Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Above the Bar podcast, the show about a middle-aged father, current events, and how these things affect my everyday life. folks welcome to the above the bar podcast it's your host sean we are back we're here to make it happen as always it is wednesday night we are bellowing up to the bar with us today are our special guest another podcaster roamed into the bar today wants to sit down he's going to go ahead and tell us about his book we're going to talk about anime and if you're old like me we're going to find out why we don't call it japanimation anymore i don't understand and we're going to talk a little bit about uh did we mention his book and his podcast? i mean there's so much to mention today but folks coming to us all, i don't even know where you're from right now other than your basement coming uh, i'm actually i don't have a basement which is great because i live in tornado alley uh, uh in the midwest i live in southern illinois so it's great to not have a basement available you you could be the first person i've ever known from illinois that didn't tell me you were from chicago I'm one of the very few people in Illinois who doesn't live in Chicago, but I am, in fact, from Chicago. Look at that. All righty, folks. Welcome. Welcome to the bar, Mr. Josh Hatfield. It's good to be here. Good to be seen. Good. Get a little applause going on here. All righty, folks. As always, we got a little bit of housekeeping to do before the bar is fully open. First thing, as always, I want everyone to take a moment. If whatever you're listening to us on, whatever you're enjoying today's show on, please take a moment and go ahead and like, share this with everyone you know. The more you share, the more you know what's going on here at the bar. We still got a lot of good guests coming up. Uh, Beanie Anderson of the Baltimore Ravens. We're going to do a special Saturday night show with him. Getting ready for my fantasy draft. So that way I can make sure I got the best players in, in the draft. I don't want to screw this up. So he's going to be on uh, some other just amazing guests coming through. So if you want to know what's happening at the bar, make sure you take the time. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Also, because we've got our partner here with us, Josh Hatfield, his show is the JVJ podcast. Make sure you take a moment. And after you like and subscribe to us, you take a moment, go over there to Josh's show and make sure you like and subscribe to the JVJ podcast. I appreciate you getting the name right because the last podcast I was on, they called it the JBJ podcast, <laughs> and then they uh, kept calling it the JBJ JBJ podcast. That's, that's a links. whole other podcast right there. Um, just not something too. I want to be involved in, to be honest. I mean, you never know. We we share this to uh, uh, the drag community. We're we're big in the drag community, so we do uh, share this show over there. So you could get the JBJ or JB Gay podcast whichever one you need at that point i like the crossover appeal but i feel like it would water down the product i have now <laughs> all right folks the other side to this is as always sticker and a cause sticker and a cause is a big thing to me if you've got anything going on any kind of cause any kind of thing that you're involved in anything that's important to you make sure you take a moment Send me a message. We'll get that out to everybody else so that we can make sure that we share that to other folks. Um, this week, we don't have a sticker, but one of the good friends of the show, Andrew Dibble, who's got uh, 
He just started a media company, uh, media at dibs. He's also got, he's been a guest on the show and he's got dibs, uh, dibs, Twitch and all these other, it's all dibs. I got dibs. Um, he went and took a moment and for us went and created, uh, the custom, uh, thumbnail for today's show with the JVJ podcast on there and with our show on there. So I got to say thank you to him because one of his friends that, uh, we're going to be meeting with here in December. He's got, uh, 22 vets. Uh, for those of you who don't know this, and I've mentioned it on the show plenty enough times for me, I'd spent 20 years in the Marine Corps. We lose 22 veterans every day to suicide. That's a pretty big number when you talk about such a small community, when you realize that only 1% of the entire country has ever served. And then you realize that of that 1%, every day you're losing 22 of them. So I throw this out there to you. Go ahead and on our Instagram or on our Facebook, check out 22 Vets, check out uh, Andrew's stuff so that we can go ahead and show support, you know, as they belly up to the bar with us and they're showing support for us. Make sure we show support to everyone else who comes to the bar. All that being said, we've got the housekeeping done. Things are, are done with there. It is time now, folks, to go ahead and talk to Mr. Josh Hatfield. Josh. That's me. That's you. It's your turn. Thank you. Uh, I just want to point out that when you sent the invite to this, you called me Hatsfield, but I'm going to let it slide. Well, I mean, you're a man of many hats. And for those of you that aren't watching the live version of this and you're checking out uh, the podcast, and we really appreciate that, what you don't get to see is a pretty impressive. It, now, is it all Spider Man or most no. Spider Man? Like I'd say most of this side Spider-Man, this side's other Marvel stuff, got other stuff in the middle. I've got pretty much you can't see what's on here. This is mostly my Marvel stuff. I've got uh pro wrestling action figures over there, Power Ranger stuff behind you, and then another room full of DC stuff. Beautiful. Um you're you're hitting all all, all the special things in all of our hearts here, especially uh this weekend. I'm going to be at the International Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame inductions here in Albany. Uh, it's the first annual. The old Hall of Fame used to be here in New York. It closed. Uh, then there was it moved to Texas, and now the Texas one is coming back to New York, uh, which was always Madison Square Garden, huge hub. I will not be at Madison Square Garden. I will be in Albany, but uh, – if you're in the area, a uh, friend of the show, Fox Vineyard, Fox is going to be wrestling on Friday night. We will be doing our first live in-person event on Saturday. I will be podcasting from the from the Hall of Fame. And then on Sunday or Saturday night, they have a thing, uh, the inductions. And then Sunday will be the actual, they call it um, Breakfast of Champions. So if you're in the area, all those wrestlers, who is who was your wrestler, Josh? Who was like? When you were growing up, because I'm 45, how old are you? 36. All right, so we're we're different time frames uh, in that world. But so, who was growing up like the one wrestler? Like you, you had to see them. Sting, big Sting guy. Now, but that changed. Now who? Well, okay, now who did it change to? Chris Jericho. Re really? Yeah. I don't. 
I don't know if I so did you like the the whole Jericho promotion when Jericho was like when they first introduced him to I think it was still WWF at the time. Yeah, I did, man. I remember one time uh before me and my wife were married, we lived together in the stuplex and our internet was really spotty specifically because we were stealing Wi-Fi from someone. So I just couldn't watch a movie one night. So I had this uh, Chris Jericho DVD and I put that in and it started playing. And the first thing it played was Chris Jericho's intro when he showed up to do that dual promo with the rock. And I turned around and my wife was watching me with this big smile on her face. And she's just like, I've never seen you that happy before. Oh, that's awesome. So I was gr- I would probably say mine switched around um, started with, and I'm going to hopefully everything works out. I'll get to actually meet him this weekend. The hands of stone, Ronnie Garvin. Yeah. Do you remember him? Yeah. Well, I've seen his stuff. I don't remember him. Uh, I started watching, I think in 95, 96. Okay. Wasn't a lot of Ronnie Garvin, by then. was not, was not a lot of Ronnie back then, but uh, so me it probably went hands of stone ronnie garvin um then i was a big ultimate warriors guy yeah uh really enjoyed uh ultimate warrior he was big and then i guess you know what i the last big promo i remember was when uh undertaker used to come out with the acolytes do you remember that when edge and christian were the acolytes Edge and I remember. I thought the acolytes were uh, not Edge and Christian. No, I thought Edge and Christian were part of the acolytes. No, the acolytes were just two dudes. The whole group was the uh, Ministry of Darkness. But but they were part of that. Yeah, like but the, the acolytes were uh, Farouk and Bradshaw, and they were oh, all okay. part of the Ministry of Darkness. Uh, see, you 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 fixed me. I always thought it was. I knew they were part of that whole thing. So I always I always like the big groups, the big teams, like when it was yeah. the four horsemen, like you could never go wrong with the four horsemen. Except when they had Mongo in there. That wasn't great. <laughs> well, you're getting a lot of lot of lot of good attention already. Uh Cody, uh, for those of you who know Cody, make sure you go check te- check out Trans Dance. We love Cody. Uh Nathan who can't who's gonna lose again in fantasy football because he doesn't know how to draft. But him and I are gonna do that show coming up here with uh uh, Beanie Anderson, uh, Andrew, Andrew says his, his was hacksaw hacksaw is actually from right up the road from where I'm at right now. He's like, like, do you have any celebrities in your, that are from your community that everybody's like, Oh yeah. Like I grew up like their next door neighbor was my cousin's best friend. Like anything like right. that. No, uh, no, I, I, I mean, in my community, it's tiny. I'm like an hour and a half from St. Louis though. So everybody likes to claim that. See, out here, it's uh, if you live in Glens Falls, which is in Saratoga County, it's like, oh, I grew, I grew up with Haxel's like niece. His <laughs> sister was like my best friend's best friend's mom. <laughs> like it's it's these like extreme like where I grew up at in Baltimore, it was the drummer for the Bangles was from my neighborhood. So everybody was like, no, her grandma lives up the street, right? That's where her grandma lives. I once saw the limousine pull up up there and like, and she, her grandma got in. She didn't get out, but her grandma got in. Her grandma got in and then like, she met six other people and one of them knew Kevin Bacon. It was amazing. 
it was all the six degrees of separation. Now the big one is uh, from back there, and I didn't know he was from where we grew up, is uh, the Dirty Jobs guy. Mike Rowe. Yeah, Mike Rowe's from where I grew up at also. And everybody's like, now it's all like, I knew him. He worked, he worked down the street. He worked at the Roy Rogers. He worked at the Hardee's. Like, no yeah. No, like, I, I live in this little town called Benton, and the most famous thing that ever happened was uh, George Harrison's sister lived here for a while. See, <laughs> See that's it. Like, oh, dude, I hung out with George Harrison's sister. I think he tweeted her one time when I was in the room. <laughs> I think like, she's dead or something, but, like, they do have uh, West Frankfurt's town up the road, and they bought a piano from the Beatles the and put it in the firehouse, and they're, like, super thrilled about that. Like that's the thing. Uh no, I was in the grunge, Nate. I wasn't in the in the punk. It was all about grunge. Uh, uh so I gotta get down here to my buddy Tom. Tom was a roommate, and we we're talking about wrestling. And I, I know somehow wrestling has has taken this away, and we gotta get into slime girl real quick. Everybody knew I was right. Uh Andrew loved the Acol, loved the Hardy Boys. They were pretty impressive when they first came out. Were you a Hardy Boys guy? Like the high flying, jumping off of everything. I was, man. I remember when they first came out and they had like this neon spandex and they were just there to lose every week. And the first team they ever beat was the Road Warriors. And I was like, what the hell? Really? Yeah. I did not know that. They were doing the whole, uh, uh, which one? I don't remember which one, Hawk or Animal, which one had the uh, alcoholism problem Mm. that they were doing on screen. And he supposedly got in the ring drunk and lost to the Hardy Boys. And then the Hardy Boys just kept going up. Wow, they put them over. I can't believe that they put them over. The bro- That's it. Andrew fixed me. I knew it was the they had a name. They were the Brood, Edge and Christian. Yeah, with Gangrel. See? And uh, you have to appreciate my buddy Tom. My buddy Tom, we we uh, we were in the uh, railroad together. The Polish hammer, Ivan Putski. That was a big dude. That was yeah. a monster of a human. Uh, and then... I mean, he was big back when all you had to do to get into wrestling was be big. Like you were just, he was just a monster. So you got the wrestling wall. So you're obviously, but you said you haven't read, we were talking about this beforehand. You haven't read a comic book since Superior Spider-Man, which is still a pretty recent series. Let's call that what that is. What a a year. It's been a couple of years. Has it been a couple? God, I've read so much. I don't know. (laughs) I did read, uh. Boom Comics, uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. I read that series. That was actually the last thing I read. But since then, man, it's just it's in the movies are the same way now with all the TV shows and stuff. It's just it's too hard to keep up with everything splintering off. Like you've got your subscription, you got them coming every week, and then you didn't get the annual, so you don't know why Spider Man's in a new costume now. It's just it's it's too hard. You you almost have to commit to one. Like, yeah. like, are you are you a movie TV guy? Are you going to be into the books? Like, what is your your thing? Because it it really is. I'm reading. So I always my, my wife asked me, I always have a stack at least three to four inches thick of comic books next to the bed. And I'm I'm reading stuff. And when I check the dates, I'm like, oh, I need to get that. That's going to be really good. And then I realize that the book I'm reading is from November of last year. Oh, shit, and I'm going shit. I'm I'm really behind, but I pick my books up regularly. It's just you get caught up. Like right now, I'm reading uh, 
the Dune series from Boom mm-hmm. Studios. They did uh, the House of Trades, and I love. Like, are you a dude? So, like, we're gonna let's talk about your books. Fuck it. I keep sidetracking. This is the bad thing about me. Once I no, find somebody who can geek out with me and and hang with the geekiness, I end up uh, having way too many conversations. And my chair is giving me a pain in the ass right now. I sit in a broken chair to remind myself of where I came from. So nice. Swing low, sweet chariot. We're gonna we're gonna we gonna be sad today. So let's start with well. You got three things going on. Which one do you want to start with? It's your it's you're belling up to the bar today. What do you want to talk about first? Well, uh, since I haven't mentioned it in a long time anywhere, we can talk about my book that I wrote. Now, what is Slime Girl? So, Slime Girl is it's called a lit RPG. So, lit RPG is typically they're books that take place inside video games or around video games. Like, uh, Ready, Ready Player, Player One's One is probably your biggest one. Yeah. Okay. So, mine's kind of like that, but it kind of, I took that and went the opposite way where the world is not gone to hell. The world's pretty much perfect. And that's why people spend most of their time in the video game. And then it just focuses on this one girl who's starting college and she meets these guys and then it creates this love triangle. And then she starts, she finds out she's got a stalker and she starts getting packages uh, from things of her past. And then she's got to work to unravel that mystery and figure out who it is while she's trying to figure out who she is. Like we all did. We're going to have to introduce you to, to Lloyd Kaufman. You know who Lloyd Kaufman is? No. You ever seen uh, Dog on? Um, gosh, I'm having a brain fart. Toxic Avenger. Yeah, Lloyd Kaufman is the guy who owns uh, Tr- or one of the two people who started Trauma Films. Oh, gotta really? Get, yeah, gotta get you in, introduced to that guy so you can you can hook that up. You know? Yeah. Because I love I love anything coming of age, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that. To be called a nerd, you this is a very high honor right now that Anthony has called us nerds. Because Anthony is about geeks out more than just about anybody I know, and he loves the sound of it. I really like the sound of it. So so it, I guess Slime Girl is her character within yeah. the game system? Yeah, Slime Girl is her, her character in the game. Uh, her real name is Sylvia Grohl. I stole her name from halfway from Rocky and halfway from the Foo Fighters. Nice. That's a good combo. If you're going to steal, yeah. you, know, you, you can't go wrong there. So Sylvia Gruel. Now, what what level PlayStation are we at? Or is she pl- or is she console or not console, but uh, PC? This is way past that. This is VR, where essentially you're in the game. It's essentially like a mind link that puts you in the game. And it's. I, I honestly don't remember what year I set it in, like 100 years in the future or something like that. But once you're in the game, that's all it is. You're like in this pod that puts you in this virtual world. So most schools take place in there. Most people work in there. Almost everything goes out of there. So so you saw you saw the pandemic before any of the rest of us did. Yeah. I mean, because really, I mean, if you think about what you're talking about there, that's, that's really kind of like they – the world would love to have that right now. Like just, we can all just sit into a pod. We don't have to go anywhere. That's pretty wild, man. So now in your world, 
because see things like this, and I'm if I'm getting too into the minutia, tell me like, bro, I, I didn't even flesh that shit out. Um, you said that it's like a VR, but is it like everyone gets surgically implanted with something if they want to be on it, or you just throw the headset on and you're good? No, it's essentially like a, a pod you get into, and then that pod closes, and you have like a helmet, th- a visor thing right on your eyes, and then that was what puts you in the game. So, so definitely more ready player one, less matrix. Yeah. But everything feels real once you're in the game. All right. Now, and you've got an audio version of that also. Yeah. Now, who read the audio for that? There's a girl named Kayla Williams, and she did an awesome job. She's like exactly what I pictured to do that voice. Now, did you pick her or did some, did, did you like, that's not one of those things like I've seen online where people say, oh, you can just go on and read somebody's book and get paid for it. Did, is that how this worked or, or how did that happen? I put it on audible. And what you do is you just upload like a sample chapter and then people read it and you pick whoever you want to do it. And she was far and away the best one. Really? Uh, Anthony wants to know, have you read Rockefeller undocuments talking about hooking all of us to machines and having virtual lives? Uh, not yet. You will now. Yeah. We love Anthony. Anthony is far and away my favorite conspiracy theorist. Um, nothing is real. Nothing has ever happened. Um, Anthony will tell you and he will let you know. And that's what's so amazing about it is I love passion. And Anthony has the passion to tell you why the earth is flat. Dinosaurs are bullshit. And um, Elvis and Kennedy still live together uh, being served drinks by mm-hmm. Prince. No, that's ridiculous. That's Elvis and Kennedy uh, did fake their own death, but they ended up dying together fighting a mummy, as far as I recall. Yes. And he sings amazing death metal if you're into that at all. You into death metal at all? And no, uh, not really. So where can we find this book? Uh, it's on Amazon uh, and any place Amazon sells books to. I've seen it at some weird places online. I've not seen it in stores. I sent it out to a couple of libraries locally, but they're the only ones who have it locally. No, no, like like you said, weird place, not like scat sites or something like that. Right? Not that I know of, but I don't spend a lot of time there. But if you see any, you let me know. Oh, I mean, Bubba Hotep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so we we've got that, and then you have the next piece of the puzzle that you know is the JVJ podcast. Now, what? Like, break this down. What is the JVJ podcast? So JVJ podcast was actually the first piece of the puzzle. Okay, so we got we should have talked about that first. Probably, but that's still going on, and the book is already written. So we'll get into that. So JVJ podcast, uh, we started a couple of years ago. It was originally called Josh vs. Josh. My brother moderates the podcast. People sending questions to him and me and our friend Josh Stout. I would debate him on every topic because we had such different points of view. So we did that for well over a hundred episodes. Nice. And then I don't want to say we got bored, but it was time to change things up. So we decided to start inviting guests on and talking to them a little bit and debating the questions. The first guest we invited on was a guy who 
I read a book of his, uh, his name's Cameron Milan. The book was fabled islands. So we invited him on and he was pretty good. And then we invited this guy named Steve Campbell on who's an audiobook narrator. And it was just like the best podcast we ever did far and away. He was, he's this Canadian guy. He's got all these interesting stories and he can do all these voices. It's just crazy talking to him. So now how many episodes is like you said, that was at a hundred. You changed it. How long has this thing been going on? Uh, I don't know. We've got like, I think, I think I counted it up today. We've been read about 40 people. So it was, it was past a hundred. So we've probably like 150, 160 episodes weekly. Whenever you guys feel like doing it, what, what's the we, format here? So the format used to be twice a week, but mm. the format also used to be 15 minutes. And then we switched it down to once a week. And now we just, we're still doing it. We're just kind of at the moment we're on hiatus. Cause my brother's about to have a baby. His wife is. I would say he he went through everything, huh? He's done it all. Uh, <laughs> but once we, once he has that baby, you know, and it's you know, you have a baby, you let it out in the world, and whatever, you move on. Right. Once that happens, we'll get back into there. It's normally a weekly format. No, a couple of weeks after it's born, push it outside. You need to survive, child. Figure it out. Well, I've got a two-year-old, and he actually just put in an application at a coal mine. So, I mean. Well, that makes you sense. Got to do. I mean, if you're in, in Southern Indiana, I mean, there's plenty of them Illinois. out there, or Illinois. Excuse me. It's what's the difference? I mean, it's the Midwest. I mean, like it's all like one big, like nobody else. You're the only person that knows what's out there. No one else knows. They're never going to know. So Indiana has uh, like 5.6 percent sales tax, and Illinois has 9.25. Oh, I like that's the big difference. I mean, that's 5.6. That's way better. Yeah. I mean, and they have Hoosiers. Yeah. But you My have. My brother was born in Indiana. But you have like really good hot dogs. Like, I like a Chicago dog. Yeah. But Chicago's okay. a five hour drive. But like, we were talking about this beforehand, folks. Josh is the only person I've ever known from Illinois that when I said, well, where are you from? They didn't say Chicago. Every Marine I ever knew that was from Illinois, you'd be like, where are you from? Chicago? Really? Like what part? And they would go like two hours south. I'd be like, bro, that's Gary, Indiana. That's that's not even that's not even the same state. Well, you don't know nobody would know where my town is. So I just say Chicago. Yeah. They all say that. Has that been your experiences? Yeah. I was uh actually I'm not fr- I was born near Chicago. I was born in South Chicago Heights, which is right outside of Chicago. Like thirty minutes, see. But at least it's called it's Chicago. You could at least say you're in Chicago. There at least has Chicago in the name. I don't want to say I'm in Chicago. What is your obsession with Chicago? I'm completely because I've been there like once, and I had really good Polish food, and that was my whole thing. Like I went to Chicago, didn't have a hot dog, didn't have pizza, had really amazing Polish food. So what you do is you leave Chicago, go south, just twenty thirty minutes. Uh, there's a town called Steger right near South Chicago Heights. And they have this, if you like Greek food, that's the place to be. Probably Greece is better. I've never been there, but the Greek food there is amazing. See, I do like Greek food. I'm very into, I'm all pretty much any town I go to, I will find the best food in that town. 
um, mostly accidentally because I'm I'll just look at restaurants and be like, oh, fuck, go eat there. I'm I'm begging to just like go and eat at something. So pull it up like the yellow pages and stuff. You're like, yeah, that's fine. I used to have this amazing. I used to use uh, it used to be called uh, something spoon, and they changed the name of it. Now it's called Zillow. Uh, do you remember like it was an app that you could take your phone and you shook it, and it would spin like dials and give you price, style, and um, food, and you could just like go eat. Do you remember no, that? No, I don't. I don't know that, but that sounds freaking awesome. Yeah. Like, so there used to be a, an app called like Silver. I think it was called Silver Spoon or, or something Spoon, and now it's called Zillow. And Zillow doesn't do it anymore. But you used to be able to go on your phone. And you Isn't Zillow your, the house buying app? Or not Zillow. Uh, Zomato. Zomato. Okay. It's still some Z bullshit. Zomato. And What's uh, the difference. It doesn't do what we want. It, exactly. Neither one of them have this, so it's perfect. Um, but you go on there and you just like, if you didn't know what you wanted to eat, you just shook your phone and the, the little tumblers would start spinning and you could just figure out, and it would just give you food. It would be like one to $3 signs for a price. Um, and then it would be style. And I think the last one might've been like uh formal or casual or, or something like, I don't remember what the last one was, but it would be like price style. And then there was a third one and you just. Okay, that's when we go eat today, and just go find a location. It was perfect. It was a great app for fat kids like me, who just want to go find something new to eat in a new location. Actually, uh, you know where Willard Urban Spoon? Look at that. See, this is why my folks are the best. It was Urban Spoon, Urban Spooning, and it wasn't the Urban. Now it's just some dumb bullshit. Yeah, now it's called Zomato, which still has really good stuff on it. And you can find really good restaurants, but it's not the same. It's not, it's not like this fun, like, hey, I'm just going to give you some place to go and you're going to, you know, end up with. Well, they're trying to be a grown up app now. Yeah, they're trying to be a big kid app. And nobody wants that. Stupid. Bullshit. Yeah. That's what Yelp's for. Yeah. Yelp is for people who want to be like, get all caring about it. I just want, I just want to go have fun and eat like ridiculous stuff. Is there any like, so in your area, in Illinois, is there any like like this is the food you need to eat? I know this is so random and has nothing to do with it, but we're talking about food. For no, you're life. fine, man. No, like we're not known for anything special. Uh, you know, like Indiana's known for corn, and Chicago's known for hot dogs. There's there's nothing special about Southern Illinois. Nothing. Like, so why are you there? This is where my wife is. Okay. She wasn't there. You'd move. Maybe I'll get you in trouble. <laughs> I might, man. We we've talked about moving. What the problem is, then you move, and how do you make new friends? It's the internet. It's what Tinder's for. Oh, that's true. Good you point. All, you get out of here. You can make all kinds of friends with Tinder. Duh. I mean, just be like, babe, I'm only on here to make new friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what I told her last time, she found the app, and I ended up sleeping on the couch for a week. Like, bang, I'm just here to find new friends. The old ones are getting boring. You know, look, there's your sister right there. <laughs> so we've got Slime Girl, which we can find, folks. You can check out Slime Girl on anywhere you can download audio. You can get an audio version if you're lazy and don't want to actually read or you're big 
big drivers traveling around. You can go ahead and get that audio version of Slime Girl. Uh, sounds pretty interesting. I'm digging it. Definitely want to have to check that out. Um, and Josh needs you to check it out because he needs the revenue for that because he needs to get more legend figures, uh, more uh, legends of pro wrestling figures. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just, you know, he needs these things and these are important things. We have the JVJ podcast, which that's over like 400 episodes. Uh, it's it known in every country on the planet. And you can listen to that on every platform. And we're actually banned in North Korea. So okay, probably don't check North- us out if you're there. That's a whole nother. Su- How'd that happen? How'd that happen? <laughs> What'd you do? What'd you say? You're talking bad about Kim Jong again, huh? No, I just assume we are. I never okay. asked anyone. All right. Fair enough. He doesn't know, but he's assuming he is banned in, in uh, Korea. So we've got that going on. But the next thing, I, this is one that I'm very, very interested in. Because I feel like where we talked about earlier, you're either a comic book reader, you're a comic book movie person. Um, it's hard to, you know, if you're into one, you it really takes a, takes a special person to, to be into the other side of it. You're really into anime. I thought I was. Okay. I am. I am. I don't not like it. But uh, I'm about to start a podcast with a couple of friends of mine who, who it turns out are really, really into it. And I just look like a normal person compared to them. So, like, do, did you have to get the Crunchyroll app? I did. I, I did not have the Crunchyroll app. Uh, for those who don't know who Crunchyroll is, it's like anime Netflix. Yeah. That's so cool. I was watching anime on Netflix, which is how I got it. But uh, yeah, it turns out there's lots of other ways to get it. Like uh, when I was a a younger man, I used to watch cartoons on TV and I didn't know they were anime. Like uh, I when I'd be up. Yeah, like Dragon Ball. Like when I'd be up late at night as a, a young guy, I'd see Speed Racer on Cartoon Network. And I never realized that was anime. I always thought that was just some cartoon. Uh, and then. When I was a kid, Pokemon and Digimon came out and I watched them and I was like, yeah, cartoons. And then Dragon Ball Z came out and I watched that and I got really into that. And that's when I found out that was anime. And that's when I found out about anime and that uh, there are countries out there that do stuff besides the U.S. That's bullshit. It's fine. They can as long as they stay out of my way. (laughs) So, so. You're, you're starting this podcast with your friends. What I mean, obviously, we're talking about anime, but what's the what's the premise here? Is it just, hey, th- this is what's coming out in anime. This is historical anime. What's the, the, the concept here? So our concept is we're going to rate animes based off of the. We haven't decided how many episodes we're going to watch. Originally, we planned to watch five episodes in. but Some people suggest we have to watch a whole season, which some seasons are like 50 episodes so we'll see how that works out but the plan is to have people send in suggestions of what we should watch and then we'll watch it and we'll rate it and tell them why they shouldn't like it if they do i i i should almost go grab my uh my one son and and just swap headphones with him and and let him talk to you because because they try to introduce me to some of this different anime and i grew up with uh robotech Mm-hmm. Um, Gundam, Galgo, 
um, things of that nature. But we talked about this, and I need this to be a topic on your show unless you can answer this for me right now. Why is it not called Japanimation anymore? So it used to be called Japanimation, and then there was a man named Thomas Anime, and he started uh, – I have no shoot. I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> Dude, I was in. You should have just fucking run with that just now because I was 100% with you that, like, that's what this shit was. Top, Thomas Anime, come on, keep going with this. So Thomas Anime, uh, he realized that he could, instead of making his own cartoons, just buy the rights to cartoons from overseas, and then he would actually dub them all himself. And, you know, it was horrible because he was just, he only had one voice. He wasn't a very good voice actor, but it really caught on. And uh, that's how we got Speed Racer. Now, I see now Speed Racer is a is a classic that I love. Um I was looking up one the other day. So, see, I've got ones in my head from back in the like the early '80s that I I know you you've never seen. That at the time, looking back, I'm like, this is really bad, and not just not not from like a, a an animation standpoint because it was great. There was one I'd have to go back and look it up. It was this robot ran by a kid. They're always ran by kids. Yeah, you know, like a like a second grader running a monstrous combat robot. Um, he was a kid and he ran the robot and the other, like you always had the three idiots who built their own, but you know what I'm talking about so far? Like kind they, of, they built the, like there was three other guys who built a robot out of like junk parts and it was just as big. And really looking back, I'm like, that's way more impressive than your super like high tech robot animation thing, because these yeah, are just it's, three it's, idiots in a garage. It's like Iron Man building a suit in a cave, right? Like these guys are way smarter than your your super scientist, and but they wanted it to be silly. But the best was there was a female robot who only had two missiles. Oh yeah, I bet I know where they came from. You're going to nail it. I, I'll give you three guesses, and the first two don't count. Okay, so one came from the left boob and one came from the right boob. Absolutely. And for the longest time in this series, that was the only weapon she had. And when those – like, she would shoot one, and there would be, like, one rocket booby left, and then she would have – and then it would be gone. Until, like, at some point in the storyline, they were like the, – the professor upgraded the robot – and when he upgraded it, it had multiple. So she'd be like, pew, 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 pew. looking back as a child, it was like, okay, it's just well, that makes sense where a rocket would come from. Yeah, it's a girl robot. As an adult, I'm like, you pig bitches, how dare you? Like these are children watching you shoot rocket boobies off. And you're also like, from a tactical standpoint, it's the dumbest shit I ever saw. Why you give her two shots? That yeah. That it was it was one of those ones. Um, now, are you guys going to touch on any of the crossover stuff on these animations? So, for example, uh, not Naruto, which I can't stand Naruto. If you do, oh god, have you watched Naruto yet? Uh, I watched. I watched the whole thing. There's a bunch of series after the first one. I watched the first one with my brother, and I liked like the first half of it, and then. Not so much the second, but we trudged through it because he was still buying them. Oh my god, my my sons watch it, 
and my one son knows it so well. He's like, well, dad, I don't watch season seven. Uh, there's about 200 episodes in that. And uh, none of them actually have anything to do with the storyline. They're, they're, they're meaningless. They're, they're nothing in there. And I'm like, there's how many episodes in that season? Yeah, there's like like 250, 300 episodes in that season. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what? And then I watch it, and they are like the most emo ninjas mm-hmm. I've ever seen in my life. For, folks, if you're, ch- if you're listening to this and your children – please, if your children watch Naruto, take them outside. Make them go see the sunlight. One of the guys I'm podcasting with, that's that's his favorite anime. And yeah, I think he's a sharp object thing around him. He's but, uh, I will say this. I, I did watch all of Naruto and I didn't like most of it, but there was one part. There's, there's this character named Rock Lee who doesn't have any special powers. He's just a really strong fighter. And he fought the dude. Oh, my gosh. Gara with the sand power. And he just about kicked his ass. And it's always pissed me off that Rock Lee lost that fight. To this day, I'm pissed about it. I agree. Thank you. You're absolutely right. Rocky should have beat the Sandman. You're right. You're right. So anyway, back to what we were talking about. The quality, like the good animation back then. I want to go back to Speed Racer, which was animated at like one frame per second. And I, I sometimes I just pull up videos to watch. I wonder how they got away with calling that animation. Because it would literally just be a still image, and then someone was talking. But it was so amazing, Speed Racer with yeah. Chim Chim. Mm-hmm. Like that was so great, and the move. But see, that's what I was curious of. Like, are you guys going to take like, hey, there's Speed Racer is a perfect example. You've got the original Speed Racer, you've got the movie Speed Racer, and you've got the remake animation of Speed Racer, mm-hmm. and. I know there were Speed Racer comic books. Yeah. So are you guys going to discuss like, hey, here's the four iterations of this thing. You know, this was good. You know, in, in our childhood, it meant something. This was absolute horrid garbage. And really, we should never have to see this again. You know, what? How? Are, what's the process going to be? Oh, we're not 100% sure yet, but yeah, I definitely want to delve into everything it touches. I mean, some of that stuff's hard. Like, if you get into Dragon Ball Z, where they've got four shows and, you know, however many comic book series and then all the movies that aren't connected to it. But There's movies? I thought there was yeah. only the one movie. Hmm. There's 15. <laughs> Did I swear to you I thought there was the one animated or the one live action movie there's one live action but oh my god don't get me started on that man like oh that's such shit god that movie's horse shit well well, i almost didn't watch shameless because of that movie why who's in shameless that's in that movie uh emmy rosenbaum and justin chatwin see i it's been so long since i've watched that movie so here's a question for you and and it kind of goes into the whole anime piece, and you know this is something for your show. Why can't Hollywood translate these good animation? Um, what's the one that uh, God? I can't think of it. Uh, the Last Airbender, mm-hmm. M Night Shyamalan, Ding Dong. Yeah, um, just like here's your proof source. Here's everything you need to know about this character. 
the storyboards are written for you. You you don't even have to write storyboards. You can have everybody sit down right now and watch, watch a couple episodes. They'll get an idea of who the characters are. Why do you think that Hollywood just can't get Ghost in the Machine? You know, why can't Hollywood get these things right? I think it could, but I think a lot of it, like uh, The Last Airbender, M. Night Shyamalan was just coming off of whatever big movie he had. So I'm sure they gave him 100% control. And he's like, well, this was the character in the show. I want him to be this way. So then they build everything off of that. It's because you don't have people. I, I would assume there's just not a lot of digging into the source material. Not so enough, just, anyway. So they kind of ignore the source material. Here it is, but yeah, I'm going to use the name. It's all, it's like Halloween 3. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. They have all, the name. What else do they need? Yeah, it's You're going to get people in to see the movie based off of the name. Should they have to put... Have you ever seen Halloween 3? Yeah. Should they have to put that disclaimer before all of those those movies? Have you, do, you ever, do you remember the disclaimer? No. So if you ever go back, folks, and watch Halloween 3, you probably just find it on YouTube or something, the disclaimer. It actually says at the beginning of the movie that this movie only has anything to do with the series by name only. has nothing to do with anything else in the movie or in the movie chain. It actually says it. I'd have to look it up and get the exact wording. Maybe if I can find it, I'll post it on uh, Facebook or on uh, Instagram closer to the uh, season. But yeah, it actually reads down something about uh, this has jack and shit to do with any anything else. Let's see if I let's see if you can even look it up. Halloween three, which is season of the witch. Uh, let's see if we can get the disc. If I type in disclaimer, just disclaimer, does it come up? Let's see if it comes up. Halloween three. Uh, look, it even comes up with Blumhouse isn't interested in this. Like they remake anything. Yeah, I have to say if I can find that, but it was like nothing. And it actually, it was so great that they were like, "Yeah, just want you guys to know, like, you're gonna watch us, but ain't got shit to do with the movie." Yeah, but they didn't play it until you were in the movie theater after you paid for your ticket. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I can't even find it. The idea of the movie is to make a new film set during the tutorial holiday each time out. That's stupid. I have to find it somewhere. Post it. So. But I, I just think that that would be interesting. So, because I'm a big source material guy, and right, well, I wasn't going to talk about this. We'll talk about it for a second. So we're looking for those of you that enjoy this show, and I'm not trying to steal from the JVJ podcast or check out. When are we going to see the first episode of Anime Shenanigans? Uh, I'm not sure yet. A couple of weeks out. A couple of weeks out. Anything in the can? Mm-mm. Nothing in the can yet. Um, but keep an eye out. Uh, once it happens, I, I expect that Josh is going to send me a message. He can post it on our page so that you guys can take a moment if you're into the, the whole anime scene and take a look okay. at it. Yeah, um, I'll send you a message. I'm banned from Facebook for a couple of weeks. But you, once, That's a whole other subject. Why are you banned from Facebook, Josh? So th- you're not going to believe this, but it's true. Okay. Because I said the word fat. No, you didn't. Hold on. Like, in what context did you use the word fact? I'm selling a PlayStation 2 on Facebook, and someone asked me if it was a fat model or a slim model. And oh, I fat. said, F A T. Yeah. 
Did did you fight this? No. Um, you can't use the word fat on Facebook. Apparently not. I didn't know. I, Even though in the comment I was replying to, someone said fat or slim. Um, I'm I'm concerned right now because we're live. I'm waiting for at any moment the little yeah. thing to pop up and tell me I was just kicked off of Facebook. Oh, we're gone, um, man. Um, can you call it a chubby model? I, I can't call it anything at the moment, but can going we, forward, I could. Can we call it a healthy model? It's the healthy model. Well, you try that one. Yeah, that's odd. That's odd to say to say the least. So, um, I got. I'm so at a loss, brother. I have nothing I can even mention to that one because it's like, why? Why is this happening? Well, I mean, you can put in a good word for me on Facebook if you know anyone. I, I know no one. I know absolutely no one whatsoever over there. That oh, oh, Mark Zuckerberg's on his own on his own program. So we got a couple of weeks. We'll find that, and, and Josh will go ahead and send me a copy. Um, Josh and I are now best friends. We're going to yeah. be sharing everything, pictures. Um, we're going to wake up each morning. And we're going to just call each other sunshine. It's just it's going to be a special kind of day. Just Josh and I. So we have that. We're we're going to see that here in a couple of weeks. We'll get that out to everyone. But you kind of reminded me of something. So this is, I'll announce it right now. I don't know. You're better off than I am. I don't know when this is going to happen. Um, the talent is currently writing the music. I'm going to go on to Fiverr and I'm going to get the, uh, you ever been on Fiverr? Yeah. That's where we got all of our JVJ theme songs. Uh, I got to go on to Fiverr and get somebody to do me some animation. Or not animation, but uh, some uh come up with a design but we're gonna do start doing a uh strictly comic book i got it do you know how hard it's gonna be for somebody with add like me to do a show about one topic well i mean you gotta think comic books aren't one topic they all lead into i mean everything leads into something else but you could you could be talking about comic books and it could lead into you know the movies and then you still be in the same realm and then it just like goes back to earlier, like you were talking about how people have to car- compartmentalize whether they watch the movies or the comics, because it's so hard to see the exact same character doing completely different things in two different spaces. I've already decided. My, and, and let's see. I'm, I'm curious of what you're see. This is for those of you watching the live. And if you're listening to the audio, you may want to have to go back and find the, the video on the Above the Bar podcast on Facebook, YouTube, any of those kind of things. Because I'm going to be curious of what Josh's facial reaction here is in a moment. Let's see. We can get the absolute natural reaction from Josh Hatfield when I tell him Guardians of the Galaxy sucks and is the worst movie in all of the Marvel franchises. He's, no. he's shaking no. his head. No. He, he, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll listen to you. And then I'll you, haven't, you haven't seen Iron Man 3? I, I would wa- rather watch Mr. Vanko, The Whip, and all the bullshit in that movie. And the bullshit with um, the the Ten Rings and all the other stuff. Then the abomination, the blasphemy. Okay. The, I was, I was going to ask why you don't like it. It's because it has nothing to do with the Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Fucking not a damn, not even the worst 
than not anything to do with Guardians of the Galaxy. It's it's the exact same thing as M. Night Shyamalan and the air last airbender and somebody going, well, I guess I'll use his name. But other than that, mm, I ain't doing mm-hmm. shit that has anything to do with it. Here's an example. Perfect example. Drax. <laughs> if you know anything about comic books, the original. Ah, ah, my headphones just came unplugged. So let's see if, if my. I was getting so excited, folks. I actually popped my headphones out. Um, the original Drax was actually nothing more than a body that was put together by Thanos' father and his brother with the essence of a human inside of it that was that's wife and child was killed by Thanos. And he had such rage... That he just wanted to kill Thanos. He is at a one-track mind to kill Thanos. Let me hang on. Let me see if I can help you out a little bit here. Maybe right. make you like it a little bit more. Dave Batista, who plays Drax, mm-hmm. is a human. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't help. No, okay. I got nothing for you then. Man. <laughs> and add to it when you watch Drax get beat up. On there, uh, not there. Oh God, can't remember the name of the uh, the head. I'm drawing a blank for a moment. But when you watch him get beat up, keep in mind, folks, this is the same character that at one point in time punched Thanos through the spine and pulled his heart out his chest. But yet he's a drunken hot mess standing there. Just getting abused. So what, are your thoughts, what are your thoughts on the Marvel Universe as a whole? The Marvel Cinematic Universe. So for the most part, I can live with most of it. Like I have no problem it, with the Marvel Cinematic Universe when you run into a character that isn't really well known or, or isn't used uh, a lot. Like perfect example, I might... Funny enough, you've got a two-year-old. I've got a four-year-old that loves the Hulu Modoc series. Um, and most of those characters in that Modoc series aren't used a lot. They're just not, you know, nobody knows who those people are. They're they're very like sea level characters. <sighs> My old partner, Tom, outside of the Guardians, he knows the deal. He's listened to me rant about this so many times. Um but I don't have a problem when they take lesser-known characters and and kind of mess with them. Perfect example is if you watch the recent Loki series, the uh, – God, what the hell is his name? The – the uh, all right, all right, all right. His brother. What the hell is his name? Um, Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson's brother that was in that. So that original character, if you go back and you watch the whole – the Time Bureau and all those folks – He's actually the only person. He's just been duplicated over and over and over and over and over again. So there was never multiple people in there. It was only him. So, yeah, it's a little known character and it makes the story a little bit more interesting that there's more people. So I'm completely okay with that. But when you start getting to Marvel Big Leagues and you're messing with Marvel Big League characters... So examples would be 
um, well, well, the Guardians. The Guardians are, are a set of characters that had their own series and ran with it. The fact that James Gunn, perfect example, oh, I'm never going to use the Nova Force. Bitch, the Nova Corps are some badass. It was Marvel's answer to the Green Lantern Corps was the Nova Corps. They were just as badass with the world mind that knew that they were all interconnected with and was this intergalactic badass group, the human rocket, the Nova, and they ran around. And guess who Nova's best friend was? Was damn uh, Peter Quill. They hung out together. There's a whole series on the Cancerverse. So you think you think the Nova Force is on the same level as the Green Lanterns? One hundred percent, one hundred percent. And I'm a big Green Lantern fan. Uh, love Green Lantern, especially when you realize that uh, John Stewart was a Marine. You know, got go with that. Do you know that? Do you know what one of the? Here's one for you. Do you know that when you get to the Green Lantern movie, and I know I'm doing a lot of hand movements because this is excitement to me. Um, do you know what one of the biggest? Intently. Do you know what one of the biggest complaints about the Green Lantern movie was? No, John Stewart. Yes, because people didn't understand. If you were from a certain generation, they went, "This is BS." Why are they making the Green Lantern a white guy? They didn't grow up with that Green Lantern. They watched the animated series, which only had John Stewart in it. So their Green Lantern was John Stewart, and they yeah. act. There was a group of people that thought that Hal Jordan was this like, "How dare you? You're just trying to whitewash the Green Lantern with Hal Jordan," having no idea that, and he's actually not the original Green Lantern. The original Green Lantern, I can't think of his name right now. He's on. Man, I don't remember his name either. Alan, whatever. But he wasn't yeah, a Green Lantern. He was Alan a Starheart. Scott. Alan Scott. Alan Scott. Alan, Alan Scott was actually a Starheart. Um, but he was actually, and that's where you get into the whole um, Green Lantern. For those of you who didn't know, Green Lantern used to be able to fight anything off but wood. He couldn't stop wood of all his all of his kryptonites. It was wood. But yes, I will put the Nova Corps uh, right there on the on the same level uh what's what's time got it's okay deadpool went back and killed the white green lantern uh <laughs> yes that that did happen because he got to be both of them but i don't you know hit i have no i actually love the green lantern movie i don't have any issues with it my they I actually, thought it was boring and too long but aside from that i, I didn't think it was the worst thing ever it, it well see here's my whole thing with the green lantern movie was of all the, if you ever get a chance, go back and watch just the last scene of the Green Lantern movie when Sinestro, for those who didn't know it, Sinestro did, it wasn't just Kilowog, uh, Sinestro trained Hal Jordan to be a Green Lantern and he was his instructor. But go back and watch that scene where Sinestro stands in front of the Guardians and explains to them. That, yeah, the green power is great and willpower, but let's talk about this yellow fear that we found. Let's talk about how much better that'll be to keep people in line. If you go back and watch that scene, it's the same as every Marvel movie. Most Marvel movies aren't that great. 
they have a handful of good scenes. Other than the best ones are all the Captain Americas. The, the, the Captain America movies are amazing. They are so good. Uh, what's her name? The uh, Black Widow movie was amazing. But if you go back and look at those movies, really most of the Marvel movies are only great because of the post-credit scene. What do you think, Josh? No. Haven't you seen Iron Man? But what was the post credit scene? Uh, what was the post credit scene? It was... Uh, well, the first post credit scene was the Avenger scene with Nick Fury. Nick Fury, yeah. Nick Fury showing up. So, that movie was good. But that I scene think, was great. I, I think Iron Man was the best thing Marvel did. It's my favorite yeah. Marvel movie by far. So you think that's better than any of the Captain Americas? Yeah, but I do like the Captain Americas. Uh, Civil War, I'm kind of on the fence about, to be honest with you. Mostly, I just feel like the plot gets really sloppy when they expect Tony Stark to just be cool with the fact that Bucky killed his parents. Like, they don't even try to calm down the situation. They're just like, well... We'll all just fight about it. <laughs> but, uh, that's the Disney way. That is the Disney way. See, yeah, now I like Thor to the dark world with the elves and everything. Um, and I think it's fit, though, because it, it introduces you to another Infinity Stone. You know, that you had to inter- introduce it some way. So, but I really think most of your Marvel movies are kind of like, meh. They're meh. Let me ask you this, because okay. no one... I've only met two people who agree with me on this. Did you like Ragnarok? Thor Ragnarok? No, no I thought I it was it. fucking horrible. I hated that movie. I think it was the wor- one of the worst Marvel movies. And I think it could have been great if they cut out 50% of the jokes. So here's why Thor Ragnarok sucks. Uh, and Tom, I thought first Captain America movie was the best one, only slightly ahead of Iron Man 1. See, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Winter Soldier guy. I think Winter Soldier... Is amazing. I did love the first Captain America movie. And I didn't think I was going to like it that much. But after he gets his powers and they're like, hey, you want to help your country? And then you think they're going to send him in to fight. But they're like, come do these PSAs. I I, I bought it. I was like, I buy that. Absolutely. Uh, Look, Tom nails it. Led Zeppelin, the movie Ragnarok. Exactly. It really, truly is. But here's why it sucks. You, you well, you're gonna do animation. I got a movie for you. I don't know if it's if it falls into that animation or not. Go watch Planet Hawk. Have you watched Planet Hawk yet? Yeah. Is that not Ragnarok? Yeah, I see what you mean. It, it's the same movie. We're missing Beta Ray Bill. We yeah. Oh man, why are we still missing Beta Ray Bill? You only see him in the cage in uh, Guardians. Along with Howard the Duck, um, his face is on uh, one of the pillars in one of the movies. So we're missing Beta Ray Bill. We have Korg. Now you watch Planet Hawk, right? Yeah. What do you remember about Korg from Planet Hawk? Nothing. So Korg in Planet Hawk was one of 
the first characters that shows up and when they were in the arena and Korg had to fight his own brothers because his brothers and had fought Beta Ray Bill and Thor because they thought they were going to steal all this stuff from Earth. So, uh, and Meek was an actual, like, talking character, fighting character, not just this. None of them were dumbasses, folks. None of them were stupid, ignorant, just like, hey, man, I guess I can go ahead and start a revolution. It was not like that. Again, guess who made that movie? Do you know who made that movie? Oh, am I guessing? Yeah. Uh, I don't remember his name. He does the voice of Korg, though. James Gunn. James Gunn? I'm almost James? positive it's another James Gunn. James Gunn didn't do Ragnarok. Who did Ragnarok then? Look it up. Uh, I saw you on your phone. Look it up. Takia Watiti? Okay, then he's an asshole. He'll be on my list of people to call an asshole. He's also doing the next one, the next Thor, which I'm not that excited about. Watiki, yeah. Long story short, he's just not. It's not a good movie. Hmm. It's it's not. If you like Thor, but but it, again, it goes back to what we were talking about, and and I think these are going to be great for your show, uh, anime shenanigans. Is these very fleshed out, very intricate characters that have full stories and uh <laughs> the, these full things that that are, are happening in these movies that are phenomenal or in these books that you know you get passionate about or in these animes that you get passionate about and then somebody comes around and goes yeah we can make a movie out of that well one of your problems with doing any movie out of something with so much source material is you don't have that much room to do it like uh, a 12 issue comic book run it's going to take a hell of a lot longer than two hours to tell that story so you got to pick and choose what you want out of that and then it feels like most people just give up and they're like well i'm gonna take this is gonna be my rough outline and i'm gonna write my own story like and then uh, at the and then at the end kirk's gonna be climbing into the chamber instead of spock uh neil gaiman you a neil gaiman fan I am. American Gods. Yeah. Amazing. They did they but Stars did a good job with that. Well, he's one of the writers for it, so I would hope so. Almost on on the spot. And, and folks, as you're listening to this, I want you to go ahead and take the time. Go check out uh Slime Girl, see what Slime Girl's all about. Read that. I expect to get a few few reviews. Uh Yes, time. I knew exactly what you meant. It's not springtime with Hitler. It's Jojo, Jojo Rabbit, which is a hilarious movie. Um, take the time. Go check out uh, Josh, Josh Hatfield. No, this is Hatfields and Murphys. It's not the McCoys today. Um, go check out John. Literally. Um, go check out Josh with the JVJ podcast. Go check out. And I would like somebody to listen to all 140 episodes. Um, go check that out. Go check out Slime Girl. Uh, make sure you support him. You know, we all belly up to the bar. We're all here for one reason. Make sure you check that out. Also, make sure you, you uh, 
make sure you, you go ahead and, and you check out his new series that he's going to share with us on the Above the Bar podcast uh, page so we know when anime shenanigans are coming out. Well, anything else you got going on, brother? I mean, you got a lot of great things happening here. We're definitely looking forward to, to checking a lot of this out. Uh, I do want to point out one of the main reasons you invited me on the podcast because I told you I'm trying to get oh, out a hundred different podcasts. The hundred podcasts. What what number are we? Uh, way too low. Number nineteen. I complete, folks. I suck right now for this one. So the initial thing is Josh is going to be looking to be on a hundred podcasts. That's his goal. This is number nineteen. Who was number one? Number one was my podcast. It was okay. If you uh, counted your, does that count? Yeah, I count. count. I I mean I also count the fact that I've been on more than one different podcast that I made. So okay, my first the first podcast we made was called Portland CA. It was where we uh, watched the TV show The OC and talked about that. You you've done an entire podcast on The OC. Yeah. I don't know if I how many episodes was that? 94. Uh, bro, I'm impressed. Like you really like your pod game podcast game is strong. Yeah, I'm surprised my voice is still here. We um, actually the the TV show was 94 episodes, then we had a couple of special episodes. So I think that actual one went over a hundred. Now did you ever talk to anyone from the cast? Mm, I didn't. But I met one of my best friends from doing that podcast, a guy in Nashville. His name's Taylor. He was running an OC website, and he started talking to me about the OC, and to this day, he's one of my best friends. That's so cool. Like yeah. Me and Corey, my brother, went to Nashville to hang out with him and saw Christopher Titus. Nice. I would, like, I, I would be down with that. I would definitely dig that. Um, anywhere that you guys now, so this is number 19. Do we have number 20 lined up? I've got nothing else lined up at the moment. I guess animation shenanigans. Got animation shenanigans. But it was, it was weird, man, because like I hate to be this kind of person, but I don't really listen to podcasts. So I was going back and looking at all the ones I've been invited on, and I was like, Oh shit, I wonder if that episode ever came out. And I had to go back and see if a lot of the episodes I recorded ever came out, and a couple of them never did. This is I, I'm not sure if uh if Lee is sending this to me or uh sending this to you, but I, I'm I'm definitely interested here. Uh Lee Thor Lee Thorne says uh he's still looking for a co-host and someone to help figure out the app to work podcast. I'm trying to use the anchor app. If you're interested in doing a podcast mostly on AEW and others, message me. Thanks. I, I want some. I may be the one. We're going to find out what happens this weekend, uh, Lee. Hopefully, you're in the uh, Capital District. If you are, you'll be able to check out the International Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame induction. Hopefully, you get a chance to check that out. But I, I get you. You know, you know, as a prima donna like you are, um, don't watch your own stuff. Don't watch your own movies. Really not into it. Little prima donna. <laughs> I am. I. I mean, I say I don't listen to podcasts, but I listen to actually a couple of podcasts, just none that I'm on. What's your podcast go to? Uh, 
right now. It was actually a podcast I was on a couple of weeks ago, but I didn't. I listened to that episode. That was I started on that, and then I went back and started listening to them. Uh, so a podcast about the bare naked ladies. It's called the ABCs of bare naked ladies, and they alphabetically talk about every. Sh- they go through all their songs alphabetically and talk about them, and. I really like when they have this one dude on. I can't remember his name, but he talks about the music theory behind it, and it's really interesting. See, it's called Bare Naked ABCs. So I, we're hooking a left, hooking a left here, and so we're going to do the uh, comic book podcast. I'm going to talk about you know things that I, how I feel about podcast or feel about certain comic books. But it's interesting. Somebody said to me, I was like, they asked me what my show was about. And I said, well, it's, you know, it's, it's kind of a variety show interview style, blah, blah, blah. And I, I was kind of like, yeah, you know, that, that's what it is. And they go, well, why don't you talk about comic books? You're, you're really into it. You're passionate about it. I'm like, well, I didn't want to be pigeonholed into anything. And then got called stupid. I was like, they were like, are you stupid? I'm like, what? I mean, well, well yeah, but that's besides the point. I'm like, so, and, and then, and the gentleman is very well known. He said, Murph, he goes, that's what people tune in for. Podcasts or DYIs. They do it yourself. You can, it's do it yourself. Go in, look up something, find out about something, discuss something. And uh, it really made sense to me at that point. Like I look up podcasts the same way I look up things on YouTube. You know, I'm going to look them up the exact same way. So we're gonna do. We're gonna have this other one. I have no name for it yet. It's uh, I haven't decided. I would love to call it the Watcher, but I don't want Marvel to come down and try to crush me. The mouse to come kicking in my front door. Talking about you should call it Boom Studios Podcast, but don't use the exclamation point. <laughs> <laughs> call it. Call it. This is a marvelous Boom Studio out of D out of DC. Just a ima- Just an image for everyone to look at. <laughs> um. Don't be, don't be too. Uh, what's another good company? Uh, image. It, well, I said it, it'll give you the image of a skybound movement. You know, we could just we'll go go through every name in the name of the podcast until one of those those places goes. We're, we're going to sue you now. We're just going to. And I go like, you can't get blood from a stone there, slick dick daddy. I'm podcasting from a cave in the middle of nowhere. What are you going to take from me? Like I, I'm the uh, I'm the Unabomber of podcasting, folks. <laughs> you can't find this shit. I, I've got I've got three gerbils and a being chased by a fox to run this internet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like right. that. Let me know when that one gets up. I want to be on there. Oh, we were so doing that one because well, you know what? Based based on all the toys you have. All the things you're into, we will absolutely have you back on, Josh, because I think you've got a good perspective. I think the anime side of it is a great conversation because you can start to get into uh, DC has done some of their small screen stuff as anime. Yeah. And um, I've seen some of that. It's horrible. It, uh, what's the uh, Samurai uh, Batman? Yeah. It's really bad. Samurai Batman is really bad. Time traveling Batman into uh, feudal Japan, really, really bad. Um, it doesn't. Which work. is which is interesting because they can clearly do good stuff with Batman in other eras, like they showed in Gotham by Gaslight. 
But no, right. let's just send him back in time. Yeah, Gotham by ga- Gaslight is amazing. Well, see, you know, th- th- that's the whole thing is DC has figured out the small screen way better. And they figured yeah. it out going all the way back to Batman 66. Yeah. They, they had it figured yeah. out. It, they, they knew the formula. They worked the formula. And they stayed with it. You can look at uh, Lois and Clark, which was huge. The only DC series that I know of that didn't work is they had one probably three or four years ago that was supposed to be like this comedy series where it was a newspaper that was owned by Bruce Wayne, but ran by his cousin, which was the actor from um, Firefly that played the pilot. Alan Tudyk. Yeah. He was, yeah, he, I remember uh, that show. It was not fantastic. It was not. Yeah. And, you know, that was about their only flop, which, you know, everybody gets a flop here and there. But Well, they tried to do that Justice League series in the early 90s. Justice League. Or was it, I mean, they only did one episode, and, uh, man, it was the weirdest cast. It was like Hawk and Dove, Martian Manhunter. I... I th- maybe Wonder Woman. None of the. I d- actually don't think it was Wonder Woman. I don't think any of the big three were in it. Okay. But they tried to do it. It had to be in the 2000s because they tried to do it like The Office where oh, they God. would fight crime and then they would sit in front of a camera and do an interview. It it didn't work. You can look I, it up online. It was bad. Well, they had the one short-lived Wonder Woman series they tried. that. Um, there, oh, that was- the one episode from the dude who made uh, Yep. Oh, what's that show? Allie McBeal. And, yeah. and it it died. That was Wonder Woman in pants. Um, and then that chick went on to uh, be in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes. Yeah. Which I, I will. And that's the perfect example is Marvel can't get the small screen right. But I I will always stand by that Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was the most important piece of the MCU that you didn't watch. Yeah. Until they just decide it's not canon, which they will. Well, you can't because here here's some amazing things. That's the first time that we see an alien is yeah. in Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's how they bring Coulson back. So you have that element. Then you move on from there and you have um, them going to the future. You have them introducing the um, God. What the hell? They they introduce so much. I'm having a brain fart right now. But they yeah, introduce- but didn't they also introduce the Inhumans and yes. have all that go into the water supply that affected the whole Earth? And then it, that's fine. That's perfectly fine. That is. But they never mentioned that in the movies. But they mentioned it in the comics. I understand, it's, but it and, didn't and we're going to get it in the movies. We're getting it in the movies. We're getting Miss Marvel. We're getting Miss Marvel. There's two Miss Marvels. There's Captain Marvel and there's Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel is Inhuman. She's a uh, she was actually the first Middle Eastern uh, character from Marvel, and she is an inhuman. And the only difference is in the comic books when the inhuman uh, world blew up and there's multiple inhuman rate uh, clans when it blew up and the uh, Terragenus cloud was it was a cloud that was swirling around the entire planet. And that cloud, as it would get close to communities, some of these communities knew that they were originally from the inhuman race and they had separated themselves not to go through Terra Genus. 
Well, when this cloud would get near them, it would start to transform people. Well, in the in the ser- TV series, it was in the water supply, and you would drink the water, and you didn't know it, and you would go into the shell. So it, it was okay because it, it's a, it's an easy translation. It makes sense, but it's real. It's it's in the store. It's in the books. No, I'm with you. I, I agree with you 100. It's it's in the book, but it wasn't in the movies. Like they had this big event in the show that didn't affect the movies at all. Like it should have. The movies absolutely affected the show, but the show did not affect the movies. So we they made the movies with the impression that no one watched Agents of Shield, but Agent. And that was okay because Agent of Shield was supposed to fill in the gaps. It yeah. was supposed to fill in the gaps in the story, so that's why you have Coulson and uh, the Scroll and the Cree and and the whole thing going on there, which is a whole nother. That's a whole nother thing I can get into. Like, look, this can get into like why the Scroll and Cree war making the uh, Scroll into these like, oh, we're so sorry, we're just. We're lost people. Please save us. No, they're assholes. The Super Scroll are assholes. Like, there's a whole thing about them uh, being on Earth for so long that one of them was a Nazi general. Why on God's green Earth is Disney all all of a sudden re- whitewashing this thing to be like, no, no, it's, it's no big deal. That really didn't happen. But that's in the comics. He was a Nazi general. It's a real thing. Like it's a whole entire, like, like. See, this is why I'm doing this other podcast because I can get into so much Nazi generals. Yeah, right. Well, yes, we're doing Nazi, ladies and gentlemen. On the next episode of Nazi Generals, we're going You've into got two other podcasts coming up. One's about comic books. One's about the next show after the comic book show. We're going to have a, the uh, Nazi General show. Go ahead and bring up the best pictures of not happening, and I'm not doing that show, and you're not banning me from anything. Not today, cancel culture. Not today. Uh, so, brother, I, we're going to get ready to put a bow on this. We're going to put the closed sign on the bar because what I've realized completely, Josh, is you and I could sit here for probably another two hours yeah. and start talking about comic book this, movie that. And if you keep asking me questions like this, you're starting to you're getting into my soul for a moment. And uh, you've now you're now behind the bar. You're now serving the drinks. You're now asking the questions and, and you're hitting all the all the right numbers for me, brother, because these like these are the things that like I have conversations with people about where I'm like, that movie sucks. And let me tell you why. Let yeah. me explain to you why that's a bunch of bullshit. And they're like, but I liked it. Because you're stupid. <laughs> you're stupid, and that's why you liked it. And they're like, dude, it's it's just a movie. I don't give a shit. It's my whole childhood. You suck. Yeah. Oh, like I like your style. Oh God. Like I get so fired up about it. So one more time here, folks. I'm hoping that you enjoyed this conversation with Josh. If you're another podcaster out there like Lee Thorne, Lee, I need you to get a hold of Josh and the JVJ podcast. He's over there on the Above the Bar podcast. We follow them. Grab a hold of him. Make your your show number number twenty. I'm hoping that I, if I get you on a second show, is number sixty nine. Can it, does it count? If you're yeah, on the second absolutely. show, we're just trying to figure this out. So Lee, make sure you grab a hold of Josh and you get him one, or anybody else out there. I'm not sure if uh, old Andrew's still out there listening or not, but Andrew will get he he's got a show coming up. We're definitely going to get you on some shows. 
do our best, best to help you out and introduce you to some folks. We've got the JVJ podcast. We got anime shenanigans. Everyone needs to take a moment. Uh, diapers are not cheap. Kids eat a lot. So I need everyone to download a copy. Order the hardback autographed. Uh, comes with a headshot edition of Josh Hatfield's uh, Slime Girl, which I absolutely think would be an amazing. Maybe I introduce you. Got to introduce you to Neil DeMonte. I'm gonna after this is over. Don't let me forget. I'll introduce you to Neil DeMonte. He's a director, and we'll go ahead and make you Hollywood. And the only thing I ask is, if you go Hollywood, please have me on the red carpet at least once. That's all yeah. I ask. Can you do that for me? Absolutely. So we, we've got all these that's different. Why I do this? Just for me. Saying that's appreciated. Uh, we've now make sure now when the show ends, don't disappear. We got to talk for a minute. So yeah. you get all these different things. You get the last, or actually, hold on before we get the last word here. Did I miss any and at all of your stuff? Anything at all? No, you got it all, man. Got it all. All right, folks. As always, if you're enjoying this, please take the time, like, subscribe. The Above the Bar podcast. You may also, some places, just have it listed as Above the Bar podcast. It's a black and white picture, a bunch of folks sitting at a bar. Take that time, like, and subscribe. Nobody else gets to know how to belly up to the bar if you don't like and subscribe. Give it that five-star rating. That's how it pushes us forward. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on all those different places. See you later, Tom. We're on all those different locations. We have an email, the Above the Bar podcast. All that is out there. Please take your time. Go do that for us. We always thank you for your time for listening. Thank you for your time for subscribing. It means something to me that you give enough to come hang out at the bar with us. Josh, you get the last word, brother. So on my podcast, what we like to do is give the guests the last word, and we tell them that they need to end the podcast in a traditional manner. Now, before we start the podcast, or at no point in it do we tell them what the traditional manner is. So I feel like this is a really good way to end the podcast. Just leave someone hanging, trying to scramble for words, and they weren't prepared for it. So are you going to give the final word? Uh, is there a specific word you want me to give? No, it's is whatever it? you want to say, brother. You get the All final right. word. All right, guys. Uh, thank you to everyone who listened. And I just want to give a big shout out to Michael Buble. He made this happen. Michael Boobies made this happen. All righty, folks, be sure to push your stool in. This has been an Earplug Podcast presentation found on EarplugPodcast.com, iTunes, SoundCloud, and wherever your favorite podcasts are found. 